0: Calet's Podcast Network, along with Home Team 100.7 KLOG, present an interview with Sherelle Montani, the Chief Administrative Officer for Peace Health St. John, and Catherine Kroll, the Director for Infection Prevention for the Peace Health Systems. It's not often we get the boss over here, and Sherelle, welcome to the studio, and uh, obviously, uh, we're in a critical stage right now. If you could just give us an update of the situation at St. John and Peace Health in general and where we're
1: at. It really is a health care crisis, not only in Cowlitz County, but our region. All up and down I-5, hospitals have capacity that they're not able to manage. It starts with EMS with a significant amount of calls. The EDs, emergency departments, have too many people coming to them which is causing hospitals to go on divert. On top of that, we have a huge need for inpatient beds. And then I am going to bring in COVID because right now at Peace Health St. John, today we're sitting at 27 inpatients with COVID. That's a significant amount for us. And folks are coming in sicker. They need a higher level of care. And to be honest, we're on waiting lists to get people to ICUs because the whole region is tight.
0: It really is. And uh, Catherine, I know you're the director of infection prevention for the whole Peace Health System. I mean, what do you see? I mean, what is what is coming down the road on this right now?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, we are not going to get any reprieve anytime soon. As much as I hate to say this, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Our predictions look like it's going to be mid-September before we peak in the number of cases of COVID, which is causing us to have tight bed capacity. And even after we peak, in order to come back down to where we're at right now, we're looking at early October. For the next six to eight weeks, our hospitals are going to be full and we're going to be doing everything we can to take care of your loved ones who have car accidents and strokes as well as get COVID.
0: Uh, Sherelle, this is always a a tough deal because uh, obviously we know vaccinations are are number one. There's obviously a group and a pretty large group of folks that just aren't going to go there. And, and I know you try to keep politics and opinions and things out of this, but uh, uh, just, just talk to us a little bit about, you know, what folks, what can do. I mean, I, I just, I know your ER is choked right now, and uh, uh, just talk a little bit about, you know, what the community, you know, can help with.
1: Yeah, it, it's really disheartening because I think what people don't understand is this is going to challenge everybody to get the health care that they need whether you're having a stroke whether you're COVID or non-COVID you know resources are so limited and I just want our community to be safe I live in Longview with my family and I have seen firsthand I have a lens into things that other people don't have and it is so just tragic to see what happens with families when they lose a loved one or we have to send them out somewhere else for care. So please get your vaccination. We know that folks that are vaccinated are not likely to be hospitalized. I don't think we've had anybody hospitalized with COVID at St. John who um, has had a vaccination. And the social distancing, and Catherine, you can probably
2: yeah and even when we do the rare patients that we see who have been vaccinated and have covid they have other pre-existing conditions that are driving their need to be hospitalized but even with all of those they are doing better and then the piece around this is if you're not going to get vaccinated if we can't convince you with our plea this morning if you're not going to get vaccinated please do those things that we know prevent the spread of covid stay home when you're sick Limit your social groups to a small group of people who you know are not ill. And wear a mask when you're
1: out in public.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now, with your ER full, where are the patients transferred uh, at this point?
1: So uh, that is very problematic because nobody has capacity. So what happens in RED right now is we are holding patients for a long time. So today, 27 Uh, COVID patients in our hospital. We have 17 more people in the ED at 7 o'clock this morning who need to be admitted and we don't have any beds. We're at 123 and most of the hospitals around us are on divert. So we just have to hold people in place, try to care for them, wait on a waiting list to get people out to a higher level of care and really do everything we can do to take care of everybody. And I just want to add the other complication is we're not able to discharge people out. There's you know, challenges now with our skilled nursing homes and other places that we would do a safe discharge. So you can just kind of see what's happening from the very beginning with EMS all the way through to getting people safely out of the hospital.
0: About how long are people waiting in that ER right now?
1: You know, it really depends on their condition, but we definitely have people there overnight and way longer than we would like to have them there. And it honestly, it could be days. Uh, in the high-risk
0: patients, is Peace Health offering any of the monoclonal uh, treatments?
2: Yeah, we absolutely are, and so we know that the monoclonal antibodies are a way that uh, to prevent someone who is high risk from coming back in and being hospitalized. So we're working with our partners in the community, and as well as providing some of those ourselves in different clinics. And as Sherelle was saying, you know, people are waiting. We're trying to prevent people from coming into the hospital. And if they do come in, we don't want to have to transfer you hours away from your loved ones only to be discharged down in Eugene, Oregon or up in Bellingham, Washington. We want you to be able to be cared for in this community.
0: Um, The other thing now is we've got the mandates that are coming up. And uh, you're already, uh, your staffing's at a stress level right now. And then now this is coming Uh, Just talk a little bit about, you know, what's uh, what's going to be happening there with some of your staff that may not, you know, want to get vaccinated.
1: That's a great question. Let me tackle that. Uh, Peace Health got out in front of um, some other organizations because we really wanted to get that first shot in everybody's arm because of what Catherine talked about, what we thought was coming in mid-September. And then, of course, it's a state mandate now. So people have really strong feelings about it. I'll tell you from being short staffed today, we've got 25 to 30 of our caregivers out already COVID related. And so we're not able to have our full complement of staff either way. So I'd rather have them get vaccinated and have everybody be safe. Sure.
0: Who's actually providing the care in your COVID units right now?
1: Yeah, it's a combination. So we've expanded one of our floors so we can take up to 32 patients. And then it's our our complement of all of our caregivers, our physicians, our nurses, our techs, anybody who needs to go in and provide the care for them. And we have really clear processes about how we come into the unit and how we exit the unit so that we contain the spread.
0: Well, I know there's a lot of folks that their whole health care is based around the ER, just because they may not have a doctor or may not have the health insurance or whatever. And there's people coming in for tests in your ER. And I know that's, a huge problem right now. Where can these folks go to try to alleviate the ER crunch?
1: There's lots of locations that people can go to get tested, and, and there's a link in our Facebook page. but please do not come to the emergency department for testing. We're not going to be able to get you results in the time frame that you would like them or need them, and you can really get it accomplished somewhere else. And really, our emergency room is not the place to be when you're coming in for walk-in testing. Catherine, I know you've been through a lot of schooling,
0: training, experience, and uh, you're having to deal with folks that have a clear idea of the safety of the vaccine, that maybe they got it off Facebook or just information wherever. Please step forward to this, Mike, and tell the folks out there that, hey, here's where we're at with vaccinations and, and why they need to get yeah, this done. I
2: think there's a misconception about this vaccine being rushed and that somehow mRNA vaccines just came into being in the last year. We have been working in healthcare for years on bringing mRNA vaccines forward. The reason that they hadn't come forward previously is because they're really difficult to store and that's really expensive storage. And so it wasn't that we hadn't brought an MRNA vaccine to market previously because they weren't safe or they weren't evidence based. It was really financial. And the COVID pandemic caused us to remove that financial barrier and to put the money into the storage. And so now we've brought that forward. So that idea around not having been years worth of testing, not safe for MRNA vaccines is really not rooted in evidence. And the challenge is that people are getting their information from different sources that don't have the science. At the end of the day, we don't have anyone hospitalized because of complications of the vaccine. But we have 27 people hospitalized this morning, only one of which had even received one dose of vaccine previously.
0: What a situation. Uh, Sherelle, I know you've got a lot of uh, a lot of layers to this that you're dealing with. And uh, if, if you could, just give us one final plea that you can say to our community that might be listening right now and can listen on our uh, podcast network as well that we're recording this. Uh, how can they help for us here locally to try to get through this in, incredible uh, uh, problem we have?
1: You know, First and foremost, please get vaccinated for you and your family. And then secondly, we want you to get the health care you need, but please get it at the right place, primary care, urgent care, and then reserve the emergency department for those truly urgent and emergent care. And then please just support all the health care workers in our region, Cowlitz County, EMS, first responders, everybody whose lives have been changed, and they're doing everything they can do to take care of each and every one of you. So a shout-out to them. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. All right. Uh, Sherelle Montani and Catherine Kroll from Peace Health and St. John Medical Center, thanks for updating us. Hang in there. (laughs) Hopefully we can get this this thing turned around.
1: Thank you. Thank you.